0: On page Kufayn Bays one hundred and seventy-two, and we've just started a new little um, paragraph. We started about, off about the uh, explaining the prayer. Meshubachem adiyad, praiseworthy and glorified is his great, his great, his great name. Is Hashem's great name is is praiseworthy and glorified forever and ever. Adiyad yeah. um, means something which is a constant forever. Nitchis. So, in order to understand this, what's the idea of Shmei and this constant, this nitzchis of Shmei it's this great name? We have to first explain. What we have explained before the two explanations of Ne'amavaya. One is the the Neyam, the tiny which is drawn down from Shemavaya, and the second one is Ne'am which is above Shemavaya. So, to Shmei there is two explanations, and now we're explaining one of, one of them. The one that we're explaining is Shemavaya is. Called Shmehagodl. HaVaya is his great name. Like it says Godl Havaya. Shavayah is Godl, Shema HaVaya itself is called Godl. So now we're explaining that with the HaVaya is called um, Shmehagodl. The HaVaya is called Shema Etzim, The essential name. All the other names of Hashem, the same, which are even they're they're not called the essential names, even though they are very holy and they cannot be erased. Nevertheless, they're not called the essential name. And only HaVaya is called the Essential Name. And what does it mean, Shema Etzim, the Sefer this from the Ramak Rab- explains, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean it's referring back to the essence of the Emanator, meaning to the essence of Hashem, rather we're referring to, when we say Shema Etzim is the Etzim of the essence of the sphereis, it's a name which includes the essence of all the Which What does that mean? The godly energy which encloses in all the Sphiris. That is what Shema Vayi relates to, the energy of all the sphiris. Um That is the essence of the sphereis. The essence of the Sphiris is their energy which gives them life. That is what we that's what we apply the name of Shemavaya to. Now, this is where we're starting from six lines from the top. So the general energies of the world of Attilus, the godly energy, the godly light of the world of Attilus is called the name of the Ain The name, so to say, of Hashem's um, essence. So this is the basically extension from Hashem's infinite energy within the world of Attilus. That is what you reply Shemavaya to, that energy which is extending from the infinite essence of Hashem into the world of Atilas and enlivening all these spheres and clothing in the spheres. is written in the Gateway 19 there in Shefer So, Musoi on And meaning to say, so the general areas of Attilas are called the Shemoi Shala the name of the En that is, so the name in general is a external um, level of a person. As it's, as we see with a person, that his name is only in order that the other people can relate to him, call him by his name. But by himself, he doesn't need a name. So his name is just showing basically on how a person relates to the outside world. So too, the name of Hashem is an external extension from his essence, not Hashem and his essence uh, at all. So the name of the Ein Sof is relating to this level of the Uyur, how it reveals... In how Hashem's Oyir energy reveals in the world of Atzilus, which is just an extension, condensed revelation from Hashem. So, Havaya is the Shmoi Shal Ha'ein tseif. It's the name, the external level, which relates to the enclosing into the vessels of the world of Atzilus. So it. So therefore, we can see from this that the Havaya actually does, so to say, show upon Hashem's essence. Um, shal because through this the whole idea of a name is that allows you to relate to the outside world. So this is the name Avaya, this Uyur, which is revealed in the world of Atzillus. It shows upon the essence of Hashem. It is not the essence of Hashem itself, but it is a, a revelation from Hashem which is revealing His essence. That through this name, through this uyr which is revealed in the world of Atzillus and enclosed in the vessels of Atzillus, that is how we can speak at all about the Hashem's essence. Meaning we cannot speak about Hashem's essence itself because it's above relating to us and we have no we have no fathom, way to fathom his essence but through the ear which Hashem reveals from itself extends from Himself, into the world of A-Zilis, to the Atsilas that is how we can relate and talk at all about Hashem's essence, infinite essence If it wasn't for the world of Atsilas we would have no way to know whatsoever about the essence of Hashem about Hashem's infinite essence only because Hashem revealed that's why the world of Atsilis is called Gilia HaLem. It's a the world of emanation. Its world is Atsilis, It's all just an extension, revelation from Hashem's essence, from the infinite essence of Hashem. It's not a new creation like the world of Bria. It's just a revelation of Hashem's Qaychis from the Gilia from the, the Gilead. There is the ten spheres that were, um, as spheris, like spheres that were hidden within Hashem's infinite uh, revelation. And then there is the world of Atsilis, how those Qaychis become the revealed state. So the world of Atsilis is just a Gilia HaLem. It's not a new creation. A new creation would mean that there's no comparison whatsoever between the creation and the creator. But here, the world of Atsilis, even though it is a world, but it is a in a state of Gilea Helen Therefore, what you see in the world of Atsilis can tell you something about that which was which was um, concealed beforehand. Because is a gilia of that which was, it's a revelation of that which was hidden beforehand, um, was concealed, was in a potential state. So therefore, Shemavayah is the Shem Ein Saif. The name, it's the way we know about the Ain Saif. Um, it is not the Ain't itself, it just tells you, it's <laughs> it shows you a little bit about his essence, because the world of Atsilus is the Gili from that. If it wasn't for the world of Atsilus, the world of Atsilus is kind of like a, a, a memutza, like we have learned earlier, in an intermediary between the creations and the creator. <laughs> so the world of Atsilus, the Oir of that world, is the godly energy of that world, which is just a condensed revelation from that Hashem's essence, but is revealing to us a little bit about the idea of Hashem's essence. And this is, we're talking about the knowledge, when you know about, when you're having a knowledge about the godly energy, which is in the world of Hatzilas itself, that knowledge about that godly energy, which is revealed in Hatzilas, is a revelation from the emanator, from Hashem's essence. Infinite essence, and therefore, it shows you a little bit about that essence. And also, that which we know through these of through these energies of the world of Atsilas, the actual the actual emanator, the supernal emanator, whether in it is a way, whether it's in a way of chiyuv, a actual positive knowledge which you're actually knowing about that thing, or or a negative knowledge where you're negating, saying, I know this is not Hashem. So therefore, you're not actually understanding Hashem, what Hashem is, but you're understanding, you're stripping away what He can't be, and therefore coming closer and closer to what He is. Um, so knowing about the of Yisavatzilas themselves, that is revealing to us a little bit about the Eint borchu because the of Yisavatzilas are a Gili Hamaita. They're a revelation from Hashem's, the, the Emanator. He was the one that was mitzel the world of Atsilus, the emanator of the emanated world. Which emanation implies just like a when you turn when you turn a flashlight on. It's a extension. It's not a disconnection. It's connecting all the way back to the source of the light. So the US of Atsilus give you a little bit of knowledge of the mitzel, of the source of that light. And also the fact that you know through these lights, you through these energies that are revealed in the world of Atsilus, you know about the mitzel in a way either of an actual knowledge, you're knowing positively actively about through these through this you're understanding that if this is what is revealed from that essence so I know a little bit about what is in that essence or in a way where you're understanding even more sublime concepts about Hashem's essence which are in a way only can be understood in a way of of negating of stripping away what he isn't just like from a way of an analogy from the revealed faculties the revealed powers a person has like his seichel and his midi his intellect emotions through those, we can know a little bit about the keiches that's the hidden uh, soul powers which are hidden within and in, totally absorbed within the, the essence of the soul. Um, so even though we have no knowledge about those hidden keiches, being that they're hidden and they're totally absorbed within the essence of the soul, but being that these keichis, the, gloom, the revealed powers, came from that essence, so they can tell us a little bit about the essence. So too, from the from the revelation of Hashem within the world of Atzilus. We can know a little bit about the maitzl, the emanator, Hashem himself, who emanated the world of Atsilis. Rather, but obviously the knowledge that we do have through understanding the oyer of Atsilis is it's totally um, removed without any comparison, the the emanator from the emanations, right? So um, obviously the emanator, the source of the world of Atsilis, is totally incomparably removed from the world of Atsilis, which is still a world, a limited world. Even though it's called Gilia Helem, it's revealing that which is concealed, unlike the world of Bidia, which is a, literally new creations, the first feeling of yeshus. Um, but still, the world of Atsilis is Eilam, and therefore is bein no, Areich, nothing compared to Hashem himself. And But still, since the world of Atsilis is Gilia Helem, it can tell you a little bit about the characteristics, so to say, of the mites of the source of the world of Atsilis. Um, so, now that's the end of the parentheses. So, we're just saying... That the shame of Ayah is a shame which is mire, Allah t'musay. The shame shall It is the name which relates to the essence of the spheres of Vatilis, meaning the Oyer, Hashem's revelation of the world of Vatilis, which is something which shows upon Hashem's essence, because that that the Oyer Vatilis comes from the Maitzal, and therefore it's showing you, it's revealing you a little bit about Hashem's, about the source of that light. Amnam, however, in shame... But the name, it's, the idea of a name cannot be applied, is not right to talk about in the emanator the source of the world of Attilus itself You cannot apply that name to the emanator It's himself Rather only, the name is only relating to the divine energies which are revealed in the world of Attilus. They are moira, like we said earlier the lushan was there The name of the Ein but not it's not that the name is going literally on the Ain Saif. It's the name is showing you something about, is revealing to you the characteristics of the Ain Saif. So the name is only applying to the Uris revelation of Hashem within the world of Attilis. here to explain this more. Because the whole idea of a name, why can it, why can it not apply to the Maitzel, to the source of the world of Attilus, to the Ain Saif Baruch, to Hashem's essence. Because the whole idea of names above, when you speak about names in the spiritual realms, the abstract idea of names, what does it apply to? <laughs> they all are indicating the the characteristics of the thing which are called by that name, which are called by that name. So names are just telling you about the characteristics of something. And the which means to say that the name of that spiritual level is limiting and describing to you the essence of the thing which is called by that name. So it's, it's, it's So it's sort of say, it's limiting, it's saying these are the limited, these are the characteristics, specific characteristics of this spiritual level, thereby limiting it and saying that these, only these are the characteristics. And the fact that you can describe that spiritual level means that it's a limited level. So all idea of names above in spirituality and godliness are telling you the characteristics and therefore limiting that thing which is called by that name. So the, the name is characterizing that idea or that level. The essence of the emanator, the source of the world, nothing can limit him, God forbid. Nothing can limit his essence, his oneness, his existence. Interesting, it uses three different terms here. So nothing can limit and describe... His what his essence, or his simple, un uncomposite oneness. He is the only existence, and everything is totally unified within him. And nothing can describe his existence even, which is even a lower level, of like a more just how his existence, what his existence is. That his existence is not the, es- the actual essence of Mahu, what he is, but even his existence cannot be described. Usually, Matthias implies a lower level than Mahus. Like the word mahus means mahu, what he actually is. But Matias is that he is, his existence. So even that level we cannot describe when referring to the maitzel, the essence of Hashem. The source of the world. And therefore we cannot apply, it's not possible to talk about a name, to relate a name to Hashem's, the mitzel, the source of the world. of Rather, only the divine energies which are emanated from him that's when we can apply a name to. Pagam of Sham, even though it's written there in the Paradis from the Ramak, the before this. when the Parades is talking about um, like we said before, the Kavana Shu Shim La samaitzel Ella the intent is not kavana that it's referring to the atsubusa samaitzel rather kvadasinab, shema etsim, when we say shema etzim, the shema vai shema etzim, the essential name, it's the etzim etzamasphiris. A name which relates to the essence of the spheres, meaning the uyr. Of the spheres. So before that, the this writes, the shame of Aya, Ainle sh- Shum Peter Shum It says that the name of Aya, which is the essential name, has no explanation and no um, definition at all. So this is seeming to imply that actually the idea of the shame of Aya is even higher than the usual idea of shame, which is to describe something, to um, define it. So, Shemavaya, the part this then, that writes before them, that Shemavaya, English, Peter, Shabir, has no explanation, description. All the other names of Hashem do have some type of explanation, what they mean, what they imply, what the characteristics are. Some type of thing which um, indicates what that name is describing, some type of effect, specific effect. Every name, Kale um, is Chesed, implying an effect of Chesed. Elikim, implying an effect of gruda, of might, of contraction, opposite of kale, of revelation. So all the other Shemites, the names of Hashem besides Havaya, they have some type of explanation, meaning characteristic, which describes them, which describes it in action, which is happening. Which is not the case by shemavaya it is a, not, does not have a description, a characteristic, does not show on something specific. But nevertheless, even though we're saying the Chamavaya is essential name and therefore higher, doesn't relate to a specific characteristic, a specific action, expression, But nevertheless, it still says in Medrash Rabbah, Parsha Gimel, it says, At that moment, um, Mo- Moisha wanted to know Hashem's great name. This is talking about, the, in the Medrash. it's talking about... Um, the medrash is on this verse. Moshe says, "What if the Jewish people ask me what your name is? I'm going to take you're going to tell me to take them out of Egypt. If they ask me what your name is, who should, what should I tell them?" So Moshe, at that moment, wanted to know what Hashem's great name is. His great, um, his great name. So then the Medjish continues, then Hashem answers back to Medjish, Shmiyat the lady, you want to know my name? In order to tell the Jewish people, and they should believe you, that, that I'm going to take you out of Egypt, i take them out of Egypt. If he might say, I am called according to my actions. My name is according to my actions. When I am merciful to my world, that's when I'm called. Whenever, whenever we say it Avaya, it can only mean the attribute of Hashem's mercy. So here we see that even though that Shem is something which doesn't have any Peter Shabir, any explanation, doesn't describe a specific action, nevertheless, we see the Medrash says clearly that it's only relating to Midas Adachmin, but that is a specific characteristic, a specific uh, expression of Hashem's um, power. So we see clearly that Shemavaya does indicate the Shem attribute of mercy, which is a specific characteristic, which is seemingly contradicting. We we're saying earlier, earlier that Shemavaya's essential name, which is something which does not have any Peter Shubir. Um, the actual Russian uh, we said was the Shemavaya ain't Peter So, so seemingly this is a contradiction here. Uh, even though the actual letters of Shemavaya like we're going to speak about later in the next um, page, the letters of Shemavaya don't don't indicate this idea of Hashem's midas at all, His attribute of mercy. Havaya is comes from the word He's or mahavit to create something, to bring something in into existence. So even though the letters of Shemavaya don't show upon this, we come back and the who but it's known. Many places in the Medrash and in the Medrash Chazal, Chazal that, that Shem always refers to the attribute of mercy. And this can only be talking about in Hashem's divine energy which is emanated from Him. Not the emanator Himself, the source of the light. And really you can only talk about this idea of after the divine energy is enclosed into the vessels of the Kalim of Atzilus. Then only then does it take on the attribute, the characteristic of a specific characteristic of Rachman. Because the vessels they actually bring about a tumuna, so to say, a picture, a description within the divine energy that the energy should express itself according to that channel of that vessel. So if the vessel is a vessel of Rachman, then the simple, um, the simple abstract ur of Hashem takes on that specific expression in Rachman. So this, now, we can, now we're now we saying that the Shem of Ayah now only is relating to the Oyir of after it already comes enclosed in the vessels of Atsilis. As it's written also in the Sefer HaPardes, Shardalid Perikdalid, fourth gateway, the fourth chapter, this analogy of the light of the sun, which is going through the window, and the window has a certain color to it, a stained glass window then according to the eyes of those who are seeing this sunlight going through this stained glass window you see the, a difference in the, the light which is shining through that window according to the color of the glass the light is going to become red or orange or whatever the color of the glass is so, so to the light of Hashem when it clothes in. it's simple it has no so to say color to it, it has no de- definition to it expression, no specific expression to it, but when it shines through the kalim, the specific channels of definition that Hashem created in the world of Atsilus, then it takes on that expression. That's why when the simple divine energy includes in the vessel, the world of Atsilus, then the Oir, the godly energy, and then the Neshama the of that Kli is called by the name, which is the specific characteristic of that Kli. And that's when the Oyer takes on this name of being the attribute of mercy because it is defined now it's taking on the expression of the channel which is in clothing which is being expressed through. But when we're talking about the supernal emanator the source the Ein Baruch who emanates the world of Atzilis, who brings the world of Atzilis from Concealed state to revealed state, which that is totally above the aspect of these limited channels of vessels. So, therefore, therefore we cannot even say about that level. We cannot say even the shame of I, which is the highest Shema Etzim, the essential name, because that shame that name specifically expresses the idea of Hashem's mercy, which only can be relating to a level of godly energy after it enclosed within the vessels of the world of tzulas, and obviously not to the source of the uh, that emanation and there are is, there is a concept of the rachim of mercy that comes from the essence of the infinite being of Hashem. That is talking about the simple Rachim, simple mercy. This is talk, this is something which has no connection whatsoever, no relationship to the to the subject of the mercy. This is something which is just Hashem in its simple essence has a simple mercy. But not as it relates to the be, the created beings at all. Like we say in the verse, within the light of Hashem's the within the light of the King's continence, there is life. Meaning, it's just that Hashem in His essence is kind, is merciful. But that is a level of mercy which does not relate at all to the created beings, and this is not the level we're talking about over here. Therefore, this Shemavaya, which is already talking about a shame which is already when you can describe a certain description definition, that can only be referring to the level of rachimim which has a to the meruchim to the subject of the rachimim see what it says in Teres Chaim from the the, the middle Rebbe the end of the Mimer entitled Erdunah the second Mimer so and even so we're saying before the pencil we said that it's not shaykh to talk about the maitzleli the supernal emanator and say to apply to in the shame of Vayet which shows on the media of the attribute of mercy after already it's becoming expressed through the kalim of Atsilis. And even in the level of the divine energy of the world of Atsilis, before it becomes enclosed and expressed through the vessels, the channels of the world of Atsilis, it's known that within the divine energy, which is revealed from the emanator, there's three levels. So there is a level of the, the energy, how it is enclosed in the vessels. That's the lowest level. And there's a ener- level of that energy before it becomes expressed through those vessels. So even on that level, <laughs> You cannot possibly relate any name or any description even to that level of the Oyer before it becomes enclosed in the vessels, but after it's become revealed from the Emanator. So therefore, it's already condensed level of revelation, but still not, cannot take on any specific description yet. It's still in its simple state. Abstract state. So, and so we can say that this is what it's written in the Pelacharimim. I'm not sure if it's referring to Pelacharimim from the Chedim of the alt Rebbe, Hillel um, Hillel Paritch Hillel Paritcher in the Sefer Pelacharimim, or there's a other Sfarim from earlier um, um, great Rabbanim written called Pelacharimim. But anyway, so this is what it's. You can say that this is what it says in Pelacharima in Shah Paradis, that the Paradis, the Paradis from the Ramach, which we've been speaking about until now, he distanced very much relating the Shema Gadol, the great name of Hashem, the Shema Havaya, even from the Atzma Satzilis, even from the essence of Atzilis. And that's what we're saying here, the Uyr before it comes enclosed in, in the vessels of Atzilis. That the name of Havaya is only relating, it's only possible to relate to the Divine Energy of, of Atsilas of at- after it's become expressed through the Kalim of the World of Atsilas. So, <speaking in Hebrew> through the Kli, like we said, the muscle of the sunlight shining through the stained glass, the Kli is only what gives the light the definition, and the description, and the characteristics. But the, the, the Ur uh, itself is very simple. Simple, without any definition at all. <speaking in Hebrew> so it's known that the Attribute of Mercy is also relates to the Sphira of Tiferas. So mercy is stemming from the attribute of tiferis, beauty. As it's known, that beauty is something when, only when you combine two colors together. You can't just have one color. It's not beautiful. So when you have white and red and all these different colors together, you know, that, that creates beauty. And that's the idea of tiferis, is, is bringing together chesed and givura. And that is the idea of rachim. Rachim is also merciful, meaning you are taking into account that this person is not worthy to receive kindness from you. But still, you let your mitzah chesed be, gover, be overcome the mitzah ad-din, your exact judgment. And therefore, you are menachem on the person. You give mercy to him. So menachem is also a combination of chesed and It sees the faults in the person, gvurah, but in the end, it tends towards chesed, which is kindness. So that's the idea of rachem. Mercy is relating to the sphere of the midah of tifetis, the beauty. And so that we can say, it seems to say... That, that which is written, med, written in Medishabek, Shani Mrachim Ani that when I am merciful, I am called Havayeh. That is when the Oyer of Hashem, Hashem's energy is being expressed through the Kli of Tiferis specifically, which is the Kli which expresses this idea of Rachman. So, if so, seemingly the fact that Hashem is called merciful is when the Oyer of Hashem enclothes in the vessel of Tiferis. That is when it takes on a specific definition, expression of Rachman. U'kanoidah that Tiferes gamma kli As it's known that Tiferes, the sphere of Tiferis, the midah, even the vessel is called Shemavaya. Not just like we're saying here until now, he's saying that the Oyer of any sphere is called Shemavaya. The, the essence of all the spheres, the energy behind the definition, behind the vessels. But it's known that Tiferis, even the Kli, the vessel, the specific definition is called Havayah because it expresses itself in a way of Havayah, of combination of Chesed and Givurah together. So seemingly we're saying here that the fact that we call Hashem Rachmim, when can we say Hashem is merciful, that is Mitzad, the Kli of Tiferis, because of the Kli of Tiferis. Not just actually because of the Oyer, not just the Oyer, which is shining through that Kli, which is taking on an expression because of the Kli. But even the Kli itself, until now, we're saying the, the, the Oyer is called Tiferis because of its expression through it specifically. But now we're saying even the cle itself, without the Oyer, is called Shemavaya. So, But Shemavaya itself... Meaning, the fact that the Oyer is called Tiferis, like so part of this was saying, the Atmos of the Estospheres, the Essence of the Spheres, which is the Oyer. So Shemavaya itself, not just how... Shemavaya expresses itself in the Kli of Tiferes. Shemavaya itself, the Oyer, Dovar G'am is not any way of description and a limitation at all of a specific action, a specific expression, even an expression of mercy. That's only how Shemavaya relates to Tiferes because um, Tiferes is the combination of Chesedic Buddha, that's the idea of rachman. But Shemavaya, that's not Shemavaya itself. Shemavaya itself is just the simple Oyer of Hashem, which is not describable and definable at all. We'll stop there in the top of page Kufay and Gimel 173.